0: Jesus' mighty name we pray. Remember, amen is not a cliche. Amen means let it be. And it's a cry of our heart unto God that all those things we've prayed shall be in Jesus' name. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and I read verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and I read verse 12. If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say hallelujah. I want the amen to increase and hallelujah to increase as well. I don't want hallelujah to diminish, okay? All right. Are we all there now? It's on the screen. Good. One, two, go. Shall we read together? The Lord. Uh, Praise God. Praise God. Please, please, let let me interrupt you. Can we have the New King James Version, please, if we may? The New King James Version. Thank you. So, one, two, go together. The Lord will open to you. Amen. Some of you are not reading what is there. They say, you shall lay. You say, I. No, 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 no. Read what is there for us. All right. So together we read what is there for us. One, two, go the Lord will open to you his good treasure. The heavens to give the rain to your land in this season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow. Now you're not going to turn to somebody and you're going to say it to them once you go. Make it many. Turn to somebody and say it to them. Just one person once you go. The Lord will open to you his good treasure the heavens to give the rain to your land in this season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not bore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I pray that prophetic word shall be permanently yours in Jesus' name. What does it mean to have an open heaven? An open heaven is one of those things that kind of are better defined from when it's not, <clears throat> and common thing that comes to my heart is that what does it mean to breathe freely, what does it mean to breathe freely it's difficult to know, but you know when you have a cold, you know how it feels, so the best way to say, how does it mean? what does it mean to breathe freely? you can say. When you breathe freely is when you breathe as if you don't have a cold. Because some things are better, because those things that are better defined with the way they are not, they are usually the default state. The default state of God is that the heavens should be opened. So it's not a special state. So it's difficult to define someone, something that is normal. The normal is the yardstick for measuring other things. the abnormal that you define or you weigh against the normal. So I pray not if someone has asthma, they understand what it means to breathe freely. I used to have what is called childhood asthma and believe you me, my mother got worried. And every breath is so precious. But immediately the asthmatic attack goes, I started running over the place. The rule at that time is that don't drink cold water. I don't know how anyone will tell you don't drink cold water in 30 degrees centigrade in Nigeria. And my mother will give me hot water, warm water to drink. It's the greatest torture of my life. But the truth of the matter, simple as it was, was that there is a state that is called the state of open level. There is a state that is called a state of breathing freely. There is a state that is called a state of good and normal earth. A state of abundance. And that is what the Lord is giving unto us. And that's what the Lord has promised unto us. This is Thanksgiving Sunday, as you have known through the years. It's a long service usually, so we make the message very short. So I will cut straight to the chase and make it very short. So over this one month, as we normally legs, the Lord asks us to extend it to next year. We will just look at when the heavens are shut, which is, I will look quickly today, itemizing one of three things. And when the heavens are open. When the heavens are short and when the heavens... Because if we know what it looks like when it is not normal, it's easier for us to pursue and to chase after that which is normal. Does that make sense to you? A person will never understand... Um, how do you put it now? A person will never enjoy riches unless they've been poor. No, you will not. When you hear men like... Pastor e, Adeboye, Talking about you know his fairly popular statement is that if you think poverty is romantic, he said you should come and ask him. He said he yeah, has tested it before. you know when you work in a very hot grand air season, wet, hot, no shoes on until you're eighteen years of age, you know what poverty is and so there are things that you can just not describe unless you are quite aware of what the opposite is, and that 's what we just spend a little bit time of we's not being negative is focusing our attention so that we can embrace and chase completely what open heaven is. There was another man who was not a Christian, uh, some I know him he was vice president of, um, of um, uh, IIT. what do you call it won uh, this American popular telecommunication company. The man is dead now. Very rich, became a billion-dollar billion dollar owner. He was an African, one of the probably first Africans that became a, a, a billionaire in, in dollar or pound stamp, you know. And this man was so poor that to eat at all, he would need to go and fetch wood, a faggot to go and put. An, and the most painful thing for him was that his mother was ill, And then they couldn't find money to buy the simple medication that was needed to get the mother well. So the boy desperately wanted the mother to leave, went into the bush, went to go and fetch some firewood, and then ran to the market, sold the firewood, did everything, got a little bit amount of money in his pocket, maybe just to buy APC. Somebody knows what is called APC? Aspirin. All right, okay, went to buy aspirin. By the time he came back, the mother was dead. The boy was shattered, heartbroken. And he made up his mind that all through his life, you know where I'm going in a minute, that if God will make a way for him, he will not live a life of abject poverty. You know, that man, he became very rich. Maybe at that deathbed, the mother blessed him and said, you this boy, I may not wait for you. But one thing is sure, the rest of your life, you will not live it in pain anymore. I wish you got to know Christ. But anyway, to cut the long story short, they interviewed this man later on, and they found out from him, they said, what is one thing in life that you are afraid of? The man smiled. He said it's poverty. <laughs> A billionaire, because he's tasted the once. And so, the Lord decided the word unto us today that keep the heavens open over your life. Don't ever allow anything to get into the place in where the heavens will be shut again. If the heaven is open, we need to thank him. In fact, the heaven is open because when you begin to see what it means to have a short heaven, you will know that we actually have been blessed by the Lord. Please turn with me very quickly, 2 Kings chapter 6, and I read a few verses there. We take a few points from there, and then we'll spend time to thank God and bless his holy name. 2 Kings chapter 6, and I read, it's a fairly long passage, but I'll stop along the way. I'll start reading from verse 24. And it happened after this that Ben Hadad, king of Syria, Syria again. It's the same old Syria, I hope you know. Yeah. That same old Syria, their headquarters was Damascus, you remember? Yeah. This same Syria, the headquarters is uh, the, uh, the, the uh, what, do you call, what do you call capital. <laughs> I call it headquarters. <laughs> the capital is, <laughs> the capital is the Damascus. Alright, at this time, it's ben that was there. They still have kings now. It's not changed. They may call him president. He's still a king. I gathered all his army and they went up and besieged Samaria. Samaria other called adulterated Israel. Samaria was... A nation that came out when the children of Israel sinned against God and they went to some dispersal, and they married the, uh, the unbeliever Canaanites and they come up, came up with a mishmash of a nation called Samaria. But they still got the blood of Israel in them. They still got the blood of Jacob in them. So anyway, to cut the long story short, Ben-Hadar rose up and laid a siege against... I'm still in chapter verse 24. Why are you ahead of me? And laid a siege against Samaria. Somebody says siege. Ah, oh, come on. Somebody says siege. He laid a siege against Samaria. Number one thing that happens when the heavens are closed is that there is a siege. A siege is a state in which there is no traffic. It's a common thing that they use in warfare and it's a common thing the enemy still uses in our time. A siege is a state in which nothing can go in and nothing can come out. What they did in those days is that there are different kinds of sieges. There's what they call the tower siege. They will go, when you are in your city, they will stay outside, they build a tower and they stay there. That tower should be higher than your own, what they will be looking at inside menacingly. Another one is that they can block the water supply to that city. It's a siege. They say, nothing goes in, nothing comes out. It's a funny example. A brother, testified a, few, <laughs> a brother testified a few weeks ago. He said he had constipation. Constipation is a siege. It's a siege. Nothing goes in. And you see, when you are in the default state, when that brother was going easily to do number two and number one he never knew what God was doing for him until the siege came. And that siege must have... I mean, when he was tested, I was just laughing. <laughs> you know, what he had was kind of an atonic blockage. What was that? He killed all the nerves that, with the medicine that he took. He overtook it. He killed all the nerves that made the bowel to move normally. So the bowel went to a state of called stasis. The thing just sat down there. Everything that was going The bowel said, I'm not going anywhere. Food, nowhere. Nothing up, nothing down. That was a siege. And also the child of God can go through a siege in which nothing goes to heaven and nothing comes down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's why people say the heaven is like brass. That's where the person sings praise and worship, nothing seems to... Some of, us, some of us have been there before. You try all you can, it's a siege. And the enemy is behind that siege. Many have come and said, Pastor, pray. I can't pray. I said, you are sure I can pray? I said, well, it looks like you can pray. When a siege comes, the only thing that can break a siege is a greater power that will remove that blockage. And this young man called Jacob experienced that when he was running away from his father's house. He has just defrauded his brother called Esau. Remember the story? And in the midst of all that, he decided to run away. Everything was looking dire for him until the Lord broke the siege for him. And in Genesis chapter 28, the Bible says, there was a ladder that was set, touching heaven and touching earth. Hallelujah. And on that ladder, angels were coming. Put verse 10 of Genesis chapter 28 for me. And let's read that quickly. And so whenever we are going through life, make sure the very first sign of a seed, you begin to cry unto God. What does it say? Now Jacob went out from Bathsheba and went towards Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. Powerful story. Even the sun set on him. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Whatever we make you to use stone as a pillow, the Lord will not allow it. You know what that means? The man was so tired that even they put his head in fire, he would sleep. He was as good as dead. The harshest of situations. You see, when a person becomes so accustomed to pain, so accustomed to suffering, that he does not even feel suffering anymore, something is bad. Maybe we are close to that place, and we were so close, we are so, we are so, we are so much friends with suffering. And listen to me. God has not called you into a life of perpetual suffering. Will you come across difficult situations? You will. And believe you me, if he says, if we suffer with him, if you want to quote that for me, what is the conclusion of it? We also? Uh-huh. And you know what it means to reign with Jesus? It is also. And that reigning is not just a raining in heaven. It's raining here on earth. Raining in the way you comport yourself. The raining people will look at your life and say, there's something special about you. That's part of reigning with him. Go on to verse 12 for me very quickly. Then he dreamed. You will dream. I say you will dream good dream. Every bad dream you've been dreaming will stop in the name of Jesus. Now, you probably are used to that now that when we preach and we mention words around, we pick particular words out, we may not be shaking to prophesy. But know that prophetic word is going out. Pastor Ralph, you remember? So I may not be... uh But please take notes. And I may not break into long tongues before I start. And it's okay if that's the way you prophesy. But please, take note of it. It's a word for somebody here. I said, you will begin to dream good dreams. The greatest thing that has happened in my life, they happened in my dreams. And my greatest challenges in life have been those things that I missed in dreams. In actual fact, I don't joke with my dreams. Oh, if you see yourself being chased around in dream, make sure you deal with it until you dream another dream in which you'll not be chased around. Many years back, I was attending a very, wherever I get to at, 12, 30, I will stop. Unless you want the service to extend to longer than usual. Which one do you vote for? It's not your vote. It's my decision. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try it. All right. But we'll try and keep to time. Amen. I remember very well I was attending a church back then, you know, in the early days when I gave my life to Christ. I call it Village Church. In actually, that's where my, was I still attending Village Church where we met? I think that's why. she, I think so. And Village Church got so many stories about it. We call it Village Church because it's just a little bit outside of, of the main city that, that I was living. Village Church is where I gave you the story that my constituency of where I can marry were made up of uh uh-huh, over 60s and under 12. <laughs> and I was uh, an eligible young bachelor, Christian young man looking to marry. And I was attending that church regularly. And my sister came and said, you want to... <laughs> You want to remain like this? He said, down the road, there's a nice full gospel fellowship there. There are proper people. There are people that are eligible for you. Put it that way. And I said, I will not just go to church to go and marry a woman. And God brought my wife to meet me there. One of her brothers there, don't worry, she didn't come to that church. She she couldn't have survived it in the village church. But we met at work. It was that village church that this particular instance happened. There was a brother some brothers are very very tough not, I'm, I'm not I, sometimes I ask God, make me of that mold anyway so this brother went he slept at night and in the dream somebody pursued him with a machete and then they fought and fought and left marks on his body up to the, time, up to the extent that he woke up and was feeling pain in his hand of the machete so the guy was trying to fight back in the dream but the dream ended but, and the pain was there so the guy got up from his sleep and then prayed for whatever, some length of time, prayed in understanding, praying in the spirit, you know, did some spiritual warfare, match up and down, disturb the whole neighborhood. And he said, Lord, I'm going to sleep now. And I must have another dream. <laughs> and this guy that confronted me with machete, I must finish the guy. The guy laid his head down, had another dream, killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of the story. No problem in this way again. And I know many people they say they got shot in their legs after that they start having swelling and all the rest of that. So this man dreamed. And you will dream a good dream. And behold, the ladder was set up on the earth. And his top reached to heaven. Many of our ladders don't reach heaven. Many of our ladders, there are many ladders that are leaning on the wrong wall. Many ladders are not reaching their destination. His own ladder reached and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. you know what that means? The ascending angels, what are they doing? Taking up requests. The descending angels, what are they doing? Your ladder will reach the heaven. Yeah. And that heaven shall stay open for you in the name of Jesus. So, that man, he had a siege up to that point, but the siege was broken in that dream. So, if you have a siege, your siege will be broken in your dream as well. All right, verse 25 now, back to 2nd Kings chapter 6 verse 25. Verse 25. And 2nd Kings chapter 6 verse 25, the word of God is important. Let's follow it together. And there was a great famine in Samaria. Number 2. And indeed they besieged it until A donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of silver and one-fourth of a carb of dove droppings for five shekels of silver. Number two, when there is a short heaven, what is number two that will happen? Famine. Famine. And when there's a famine, there are a few things that human beings do. Number one, when there's a famine, human beings begin to have misplaced values. Now, if he says that a donkey's head, we don't know the exact equivalent of 80 shekels. I checked many references, but they are all of varying conclusions. But one thing that must be mentioned is that it must have been very expensive for the day. Number one, Israelites are not supposed to eat donkeys. They don't eat asses. They're not. It's one of the meats that are not kosher. Number two, of all the parts of an animal, the worst part to eat. Well, unless you like what is called, which is West Pies. Uh-huh. Some of you know it. It's a delicacy. Yeah? But even then, you would prefer the thigh, wouldn't you? You would prefer the shoulder. You would prefer um, what are they called? The the, the 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 other other names they call them. You know, but. The head of a donkey, the least desirable part is so expensive. What will they be selling other things? The question is that why are people buying it? Lesson number one: when there is a short heaven and there is famine, people prepare to pay any amount for any nonsense. And that's why may you not suffer a short heaven that will make you to release your best resources to buy what is useless places where you will not visit before i know people on that problem a nice orthodox christian she was christian woman she had problem with one of her children she had to go as far as emptying a bank account for fraudsters in the name of spiritual helpers that is a siege that is a famine Places you will not look before you begin to look there. And it's a sign that one needs to cry to heaven and say, Lord, have mercy upon me. And then, it's not only you have misplaced value. Values, what do you not normally have any value before you, before they start having value. Places you will never visit before. People you will not even stop to talk to before. Not because you are arrogant, but because they don't add value to your life. They are now become your main counselors. People that have been there before. People that normally, on a good day, They can't see you now because, you know, their values are not yours. They are not the one telling you. They are not the one telling you that, you know, you need to change your CV. You know, that's the way things are now. You know, there's a place we can go that we can fiddle things a little bit. You never have to bother to listen to them. But when there is a hard time, everybody becomes espoused to you. And that ought not to be. And the plan of God is that that seat ought to be lifted. Now, if you read of verse 26 and verse 25. And, and to twenty-seven. Sorry. Then, as the king of Israel was passing by, twenty-six. Please, as the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, a woman cried out to him, saying, "Help, my lord, O king!" Twenty-seven. And he said, "If the Lord does not help you, where can I find help for you, from the threshing floor or from the wine press?" Twenty-eight. Then the king said to her, "So, what is troubling you?" And the woman answered. This woman, points to another woman, said to me, give your son that we may eat him today. And we will eat my son tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. When the heavens are short. When the heavens are short. Not only are values misplaced, values are lost. At this stage, they don't have any values anymore. They are next to probably what It takes a lion a long time to kill his core. To eat. During the Ethiopia um, um, uh, famine, you know the 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 nearest or so the now. By the way, Ethiopia is doing very well now. I hope you know it's one of the best economies in Africa. That's another story for you. That's nothing God cannot turn around. Now that was supposed to be the worst because one of the if people said the Ethiopian famine was of a biblical proportion, and that country is turned around. One of the greenest states in the greenest countries in Africa, they do excellently well. All right, now it got to the point in which people like these are doing what lions didn't do during farming. Lions, they love meat. They met many dead lions and lion cubs and lionesses. They never ate their own. But we that are right at the pinnacle of moral authority and dominion amongst men because of a short heaven. They lost their value completely. Whatever we come close to make us even compromise our values, the Lord will take it away from our path. Yeah. You will not have to suffer it. And I'm telling you life examples. Telling you examples. I can multiply examples of people who you will shake your head. How I mean, you, you? I mean, where they went to bow. People that never will laugh. Where they, before idolaters, they went to bow. But when problems of life come, people will chase answer for anywhere. They will chase answer from anywhere. And that's why it is not for anyone to judge another person. That's why I said, judge not. You don't know what they've gone through. Don't know what they've gone through. Let me move on. Hallelujah. Where are we? We say that's a famine, isn't it? All right. Then finally, when the heavens are short, is the final one I'll give. Of many that are possibly there. Where are we? Verse 28. Have we gone to verse 28? All right. Now it happened. Verse 30. When the king heard the words of the woman that he tore his clothes, and as he, king, passed by on the wall, the people looked, and there underneath he had sackcloth on his body. Then he said, God do so to me, and am so, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remain on him today, two things—a very quick succession. There, number one, there's a degree of hopelessness. The woman was hopeless. The king was hopeless. And finally, if you want to make that part of number three or make it a number four, it is there is transference of blame. The woman that ate somebody else's child and is now hungry for the child of another one. Transfer the blame onto that woman. The other woman transferred it to the king. He said, king, this is your problem. Do something. The king thoughtlessly transferred it to Elisha. In times of difficulty, the commonest human beings do is that they look for victims. They look for people to blame. Husband, wife, don't look for someone to blame. Church, don't look for anyone to blame. Are there common challenges deal with them. Siege, do not go. Famines do not go, hopelessness do not go. By transferring the blame, we need to go for the source of it. Thank God there was a prophet in town. And Elisha was his name. And by chapter 20, chapter 7, the man boldly said, he said, Don't worry, heavens will be open again. This time it will not be rain that will rain, it will be food that will rain. And according to the word of Elisha, it rained like that. In verse 7, chapter 7, verse 1. And Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow. Somebody say tomorrow. Tomorrow. About this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. I know the rest of the story. An officer in verse 2 said, it will not happen. He said, your eyes will see, but your mouth will not taste it. Brethren, I stand in the name of the Lord. And very, very rarely, because I said before I came here, Lord, Speak something special to your children. And at that point, I want to say it now. The turnaround in what you can call famine in this time will be very sudden. As suddenly as it came, so will it turn around. Maintain your position. Don't go down to Egypt. Whether spiritual Egypt, or Egypt by just physical location. By tomorrow, by tomorrow, the prophet spoke, he said, things will change for the better. And the heavens opened suddenly again. What are the remedies for a closed heaven? There we will close. Appreciate open heaven and guard it jealously. Today's Thanksgiving Sunday, give thanks unto God. Don't complain. Life is made up of a balance of what works and what does not work. Natural human reaction is that we focus on what does not work to the detriment of what works. In the average human life, I can almost definitely tell you more than 80% of what should work should be working in your life. Average, that's about the worst. Many people, all that we cry about, 95% of things are working well in your life. You're sitting down there, if you are saved, that's already 60%, if not even 100%. Amen? (laughs) Amen. and you still love the Lord Jesus Christ, you can read, you can, many things are working. So I'm warning you, or gently encouraging you, let me dare say, take your eyes away from what is not working, focus on what is working, because the Lord has promised that He will open the heavens. Yeah. It's such a difficult thing to train ones. I have to train myself. I, I don't know. Many of you may not buy into this if you are not of the same temperament with me. By temperament, I'm naturally a pessimistic person. CD, and God has to change me. If anything doesn't go right, if, if I, I will have 10 things on the table, 9 will go right. It's the one that didn't go right that will spend the rest of my days. How many of you are like me? Don't raise your hand. God have mercy on us. All of you say, God have mercy on us. <laughs> uh-huh. That's us. It's, it's, and God said, in fact, I had an audible voice this last week. When, and when they heard it audible voice, two times. Okay, One of audible voice I remember that I'll share with you. And I think I mentioned that to you before. I was in a place, somebody was, I will share another day. Okay. Some of you have heard the story before. I was in a place, you know, uh, somebody was ministering there, uh, supposedly was supposed to be prophesying and sprawling on the floor. And this person was trying to prophesy herself into my life to marry her. So and I was very, not naive, but open minded Christian. And I was okay. I said I would pray about it. Second day, I went there again. The second day I heard the Lord, the Lord said, if you come here again, I will not protect you. I don't know whether that's biblical correct, but I checked the Bible again. God can withdraw his cover from a person if a person is constantly disobedience. Yeah, he can withdraw it. Can withdraw it. Three months later, that church closed and it was an occultic church. It presented as a perfectly Pentecostal church, perfectly spirit-filled. Only God knows where one will be now. She, was, she did well. And I had another audible voice this past week, and it's about focus on what I'm doing, and I'm doing a lot. And I believe that's a word for everybody: focus on what I'm doing, and I'm doing a lot. It's doing a lot in our lives, and focus on those ones. Rise with me, and let's give thanks to the Lord. Go one or two other things. I think another day we'll preach that. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Appreciate. Open elbows, amen. Appreciate open levels, Don't murmur. Be thankful unto him and be thankful all the time. Thank you, Jesus. In your own world, just for a minute or so, we're still going to dance forward. We do that once a month, just to show our appreciation to God. We dance forward to give our gift, material gift unto the Lord. And so we have ample opportunity to see praise in. So we have an ample opportunity to, to, to show forth our hearts of gratitude to our God. <clears throat> but just for now, in your own way, Lift your hands, sing a song, in the silence or whatever. Just say, Lord, from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you, thank you, because the heavens are not short over me, no matter what. It may look hard, but at least I've enjoyed open heaven, and I know I will continue to enjoy open heaven. Give Him praise, brothers and sisters, and don't, not not a time to just hope the time we pass, and I will move to the next point. It's a time I will encourage us to actually follow the simple instruction to from our hearts say, thank you, Jesus, for all he has done. I can't give thanks on your behalf. Yes, I can, but it's better you give your own. It's better you give your own. Hallelujah. Awesome God. We are grateful,
1: Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, what a mighty God you
0: are. I give you praise. I give you honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Please, keep the heavens open. Please, keep the heavens open. Please, Father, keep the heavens open. Over our lives as individuals. Keep the heavens open over our families. Open the heavens over our city in the
1: name of the Lord
0: Jesus rain down righteousness and let all know there is a king in Israel he is the king of kings and the lord of lords is Jesus the risen king and unto you shall our worship and praise ever be as we still step forward to worship with our dance with our gifts, our offering please lord breathe upon it all and at the end of this day let our joys be full Thank you, Father, Lord. Jesus' most wonderful name we pray.